Welcome back to the Manga Revolution Podcast, your new home for the best in-depth commentary on the latest happenings in the manga and anime industry. I'm your host, Kevin, and with me today is Rock. How are you, Rock? Doing good, Kevin. Glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here, um, especially for this episode where we're going to be reviewing the first 22 chapters of Chainsaw Man. Very excited for this. I've heard of this series for a long time. I know you've told me to read this series forever. (laughs) I've had so many other people uh, read it. And I figure, especially with anime coming up and also part two of the uh, Chainsaw Man also being announced, I figured, why not just try and jump in before it it is everywhere. So again, um, we're going to be reviewing the first 22 chapters of this series and... I know Rock, for anybody that might not know, Rock has read the entire franchise, so it's going to be interesting to yep. uh, see what, what he thinks of uh, rereading these first 22 chapters um, and where it's, for, for me, it's my first time. So again, you are going, you're going to get both ends of the spectrum when it comes to yep. this review. So, um, but before we get into Chainsaw Man and speak on everything that about this series, um, I wanted to do some housekeeping. And as always, you can find a Manga Revolution on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere else you could get your podcast downloaded and you could also find find the work that rock and i do on the, um, the comic book and manga industry at comicrevolution.com that that includes the feed for the comic revolution podcast where we cover all sorts of pop culture um news um, from streaming services to to the latest movies and also tv shows so you could catch us there at the conquer revolution um, podcast feed that's on the conquerrevolution.com website or also on all podcast services and then you could find me on social media at Kevin L007 on Twitter and Instagram. And you could also follow the Conquer Revolution at CB Revolution and the Manga Revolution podcast at the Manga Podcast. Rock, where could we find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Rock2K's Revolution and over on Instagram at Rock2K's Revolution. Awesome. Well, um, let's not waste any more time and just get right into the review for Chainsaw Man. Again, we're going to be covering the first 22 chapters of Chainsaw Man. Um, for those that might not be familiar with the series, um, the story of Chainsaw Man takes place in a world where devils are born from human fears. Uh, devils are usually dangerous and malevolent, and their powers are proportional to the fears they incite. However, humans can form contracts with them to use their power and and there are individuals that specialize in hunting and employing them called devil hunters that devils originate from hell and exist in a cycle between earth and hell they migrate to earth when killed in hell and vice versa um and that kind of just sets up this world of uh chainsaw man that um we're, we're going to be getting into and with the main character of this series being denji who is a young boy that inherited his father's debt um from from the yakuza and after meeting uh Uchita, one, one of the devils, he becomes a devil hunter um, for the Yakuza in an attempt to clear the debt that uh, his father left for him. Um, let's get right into like just kind of the first character, which I mentioned is Denji as the main character for this before we get into the story arcs. Uh, Rock, what do you think of Denji's character overall in these uh, first 22 chapters that we read? Yeah, I love Denji's character mainly because he's not what you would typically see as the protagonist in a shonen manga and i kind of want to just say off the bat i know this is on the shonen jump service and i know it's a shonen manga and i totally get in japan you know they don't have censorship and pretty much anything goes and they don't really worry about what their kids see and read right uh but i'm just saying if over here if you got a kid who you're giving manga to 
under, say, you know, I don't know, 12, and you just think all shonen manga is okay for boys under 12, maybe don't give them this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I'll put that out there. I mean, hey, parents to eat your own, right? They're your kids. Yeah. You decide what is appropriate for them. But uh, I wouldn't have given this to my two boys when they were mm -hmm. under 12. I, I could say that much. All right. Having said that, so Denji, not your typical, uh, not your typical shonen manga protagonist at all. I like him because he's not the smartest. He's not the best. He doesn't have any type of moral character that would inspire you or serve an example to a young man on how he should live his life. It, a lot of shonen manga protagonists, Kevin, you know, they, they usually teach some type of moral lesson to the reader, don't they? Value friendship, value honesty, value fighting through adversity, you know, uh, value never giving up, value doing the right thing, all these things, value being honorable, value your family, right? All these things, what you normally see, that's not the case with Denji. Denji doesn't really have any morals. <laughs> Just to, he's not a bad guy. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm, I'm making it. Maybe I'm overstating it. It's just that Denji doesn't want to do things for what you would think would be altruistic reasons. He doesn't do it because he wants to save the world or he wants to protect society or he wants to take care of his family or he wants to take care of his friends. No, Denji wants to do things, Kevin, because he wants to touch boobs. Yeah, he or is get kissed. <laughs> Or have sex. These are the reasons why Denji does things, which I like. I like it. It is very different. And when I first read this manga series, Kevin, I was like, what, 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 what? I was not seeing this at all. I didn't see this coming. I was not expecting it. It totally took me by surprise. It's it, it just, it just, I was expecting a traditional action shonen manga. And yeah. It's not. Uh, yeah, no, Denji is say, not that Den kind of character. Denji is definitely not what I expected as a main character whatsoever. <laughs> uh, like you said, he's definitely driven by his libido. Oh, uh, yes. Every, every action, like like you said, he is not at all the traditional protagonist for anything, like anything that I read. And um, There are three things that drive him, Kevin, right? It's food, it's yeah. drink, and it's sex. Yeah. Those are the three things. And I'm not wrong, though. Those are the three mm -hmm. things that drive, because Denji even says, well, what do you want in life? I, I'm well fed. I have drink. I get sex like that. That's yeah. for him. That's like, and I'm done. I've achieved yeah. everything in life. <laughs> yeah, and he and he doesn't really care what people labeling pets as. No. as uh, we know that Makima labels him as, or like him being used by others. It's like he doesn't yeah. care as long as he, he gets. Doesn't. As long as he gets the, the three, like the three things that you mentioned, he's yeah. he's totally fine with life. And it's again, it's totally different. And this is not a like. It, it, Denji is not like a hero's journey character like we see with other series like with My no. Hero Academia no, and no, no, no. Naruto and, no. and Dragon Ball and everything. Denji is not not that at all. Like he is no. a, like at this point, he's already strong. Like when he especially yeah. when he merges with Puchita and becomes yeah. Chainsaw Man, he yeah. there is no such thing as like him figuring out, at least in the first 22 chapters that I read, um, right. that he, he has to power up, he has to train right. and all this stuff. He's already not, already at where he needs to be. And so there is like almost no hero journey for him, which again is a little bit jarring reading these first 22 chapters that there is like, there is not that. Um, but again, it I will also, say, Kevin, without huh? spoiling anything, without spoiling anything, 
you will get some of that going forward. Yeah. Now you will not get it to the level that you you get in most shonen manga like oh. My Hero Academia. You will not get it to that level at all. But you will get yeah. some. Yeah. But not much. And and to your point, you're right. What you see with Denji here is largely what you're going to get with Denji throughout yeah. the entire series. And I like that you pointed it out, Kevin, because this is a main theme going forward. Well beyond where we are in this mm. podcast, Denji doesn't care if he gets used by people. Yeah. We're, we're we're not, theme with Denji. He just doesn't care. And, and he does get used by people over yeah. and over and over. And that's very unusual for a yeah. protagonist. Almost every chapter he's getting used by somebody. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least mm -hmm. that, that's and again, it, it is so against what like I'm used to with, yes. a, with anything, almost any hero journey, not even in manga, but just uh yeah. in, in any any form of media where we do get like a main protagonist that is supposed to be in like these kind of superhero genre of yep. things that you're you want to you expect kind of this character that is going to learn and mm. grow. Denji is not that whatsoever. He is a fully formed human being, whether yes. for better for better or worse, he is yes, he is who he is and like um, that that is interesting because again it does make Chainsaw Man stand out in terms of oh like, w w when yes. you have a main character that is not traditional whatsoever or what you even no. expect like because I no. like one thing that I do get from these 22 chapters is that really Denji is not going to grow more than he is already no. um, and, 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 and he's like, not and, he's and, not and, that smart either yeah he's not and he's not and, like, and he, he knows it yeah <laughs> the only thing that he has going for him in these first 20 like at least first 22 chapters and again you mentioned that maybe in, like that's not how it's gonna be in the future too it doesn't seem like he does, wants to grow at all he's happy no, where he's no. at and like he doesn't he's he's not gonna improve he's not looking to no. for improve like any sense of improvement he's like, nope. he's like i am who i am you know what everybody put up with it which again yep. can be a turnoff with for some readers and and uh, like again it, yeah. it, it, it does it's good that there's so many other characters in this series that yes. that have so many interesting things because it was yes. just focused on Denji. Mm -hmm. And because we do get a lot of flashbacks, we do get a yes. lot of other characters getting to focus. So I think that is a good thing for the series overall. Um, because if it was just Denji and we just saw him all the time, I it would actually, work. I would dislike him a lot. Like, yeah, more, it like, wouldn't work. He, he, I'm, fine with him. Him. I'm fine with him at yeah. this point in, in the story. Um, just because he is different and then he has a lot of characters around him that um yeah. make him much more interesting make the world interesting and like makes me invested in the world but again like i said if it was just denji like we would normally get like with other series where like luffy is the main character in right. obviously in in one piece or uh izuku midoriya in my hero academia where they they are clearly always the focus of the series and yes. here i like that while denji is the main character he's the cover character all the time he isn't always the main focus of like, especially character development and things like that. Cause I would actually, honestly, I think I would hate his character if he was always the focus of these first 22 chapters. Yeah. It's interesting because I, what Fujimoto and he signals it in these first 22 chapters, uh, you're going to get the imagery of a dog. Okay. When, when dealing with Denji's character right? and you see it in these first 22 chapters or, uh, Makima, if that's how you pronounce her name. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, refers to him as a dog. Yeah. Her dog. Good boy. Follows orders. Here, have a treat. And the treat could be a kiss. The treat could be food. Whatever. And the reason for this is, and Fujimoto, it's in, and you'll see it more as it plays out, but he's, he's presenting Denji as a feral creature. Now, remember, mm -hmm. Denji is raised without, really without parents. He lives in 
a, a garbage dump. Yeah, he's homeless. He's basically. Eating garbage. He's homeless and he's homeless and he's raised without parents. He's essentially feral. He mm-hmm. is feral. And that's why he's not that evolved. That's yeah. why all he wants is food, drink, sex. He is feral. And so it explains why he is the way he is. He doesn't care about being used. He doesn't care what people think about him. He doesn't care that he admits he's not that smart. Because like an animal, an animal doesn't care about that either. A dog that you had doesn't care that, uh, you know, you, you put you, you put her in a, a, a tutu because you think she looks cute because you, you give her food and scratches, right? So she doesn't <laughs> care, okay? <laughs> right? I mean, so he is not really, he is not a fully developed character. He is not a human he is a feral animal. And this is Fujimoto taking this feral animal, imbuing it with great power, and then seeing what it does. And that's yeah. the magic of Denji's character to me. And that's why I think he's so fascinating and interesting. Having said that, you can't make that style of character, no matter how interesting I may find it, you can't make that the central focus of a story because, I mean, you and I aren't dogs. We are humans, and we need more for our brain to really get into, right? So you need to surround him with more fully developed characters that bring more depth to the story to satisfy you and our our human brain, right? But it's very interesting the feral d- dimension of what, what Fujimoto is doing with Denji's character. It's very unique. And because of this feral take on the character, as we move forward past chapter 22, you start to see some things that you wouldn't get with a traditional fully formed human being. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and that's what also makes the other character, the first other character that we get introduced early on in the series is Puchita, um, which is yep. the chainsaw devil that um, merges with Denji um, by the end of chapter one. Um, and it transforms Denji into the the Chainsaw Man because they um, basically Puchita um, as a slight spoiler for the first chapter it becomes Denji's heart right. um, because after what are the events of the first chapter. Um, so and it, that, that's what's interesting too because with Puchita it is a dog like you you see that imagery right. with with Puchita as the Chainsaw Devil of like it does like while it has like a chainsaw for a snow um, it is like it looks like a, it looks like, a, it, looks like a, it looks like a dog and like. So it's interesting a very to cute that, one too. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> it's interesting that like even for Denji, like his his devil that he teams up with that makes he makes a contract with is also yeah. a dog. So it's kind yes. of just kind of feeding more into like what you yeah. said that yep. he is like this feral dog type creature more so yep. than like than a regular human. And yes. I think Puchita being his his uh, the devil that he makes a contract with is even more interesting. That 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 is kind of who Denji is fated to be. Yes. Agreed. So, um, and then, like again, like, we get introduced to Denji and Puchita, and then the other character, like you briefly mentioned, is Makima, um, who is the head of the uh, public sa- safety division, um, um, in the, the f- fourth division. I'm sorry. Um, and he, she actually takes Denji on, as Brock said, as a human pet, basically, and just treats him mm-hmm. as a dog, as as nothing more than a pet. Uh, uses her, uh, uh, Denji's attraction to her mm-hmm. at, for his for advantage by seducing him promising a relationship with him um, and while also threatening to basically kill him if he disobeys her. So um, very much she does not care about Denji whatsoever. It just is using him as what she calls him as her human pet. So Mm -hmm. what do you think of uh, Makima's character um, in these 22 chapters that we read? Uh, Makima is a great character. I like her look. I like the weird eyes 
that she has. She looks neat. Makima, again, with a lot of characters, there are Chainsaw Man has very few characters that you're like, oh, that's a nice, likable person. There are very few of them in Chainsaw Man. For me, at least, most of them, uh, you, you see the character and you're like, there's something not right with that person. They're just a little, just a little off-centered, you know, just a little tick to the to the wrong direction. There's something. And Makima is definitely that way. She, I like the character. Don't get me wrong. She's a very good character. She plays a really interesting role on the series going forward too. She is absolutely controlling, no doubt. She's not nice. Yeah. She is. Not, just not a she's not a character you're supposed to to uh get uh, have the woman fuzzies to she's just not i the first second that she first appears i'm like mm, i don't know about this one i don't know about this one she she yeah. seems uh, very machiavellian and she will use anyone to achieve her means and even because her mission is the right is on the side of right. You know what I mean? Because she she is saving the world from the from the threat of the devils. She she uses that as an excuse to do bad things to and and to use and abuse people around her because well her mission is good. She's very much the yeah. she's very much that you can't you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs kind of person. <laughs> yeah, she she is very much like the the polar opposite of Denji, whereas Denji is yeah. very simple, simple, and like we we talked talked about, is only driven by three the three things. Makima yeah. is driven by much more, and she yes. is. Whereas yes. Denji is being the one that's being used. Makima yep. is the one that's that that's a slave owner, basically. Yes, um, yes. that she yes. is going to use. She's <laughs> going to use whoever she wants, absolutely, for whatever means and whatever goal she has at the end yep. of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't care. Like you get that yep. right away. Like. And it is interesting because she is kind of set up as the romantic interest in um, through all, like even no matter all her um, manipulation and everything, because she is yes. like kind of she is Denji's goal. <laughs> she, like, is. Like, she, like, is. she She is like what, what you would normally get from a main protagonist sometimes, especially when they introduce a love interest that yep. other like while he has a main goal of saving the day and all this stuff. There is yes. also this love interest, and Makima right. kind of serves that kind of serves that role where. Mm-hmm. She's the one that Denji wants at the end of the day. He wants to accomplish like what um, what what Makima says, so that way he could get what he ultimately wants, which is yeah. sex yep. uh, with Makima. Yep. So mm-hmm. um, and so again, puts her in an interesting like love interest uh, point of view. But at the same time, she is not. She doesn't see him as a love interest whatsoever. She, she's just like whatever is a promise I need to make to a, to basically my human pet because uh-huh. that that's the only way I could get him to. Uh, he is obviously driven by his libido. So I'm yep. just gonna promise him this, and like even whether I do it or not doesn't matter. I just I just need him to do what I what I tell him, and then I'm just mm-hmm. gonna tell him I, I promise you, like you could touch my boobs or yep. you could have sex with me or whatever. Yep. Um, just because I need you to do a job, and she doesn't care. Like, and 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 that happens with all other characters that Makima also um interacts with. She's she almost doesn't see anybody else as human. She is the only mm-hmm. human around. Like really, mm-hmm. she sees everybody as dog. Yep. Um, and, which is again an interesting thing, especially for what our third main our third character really that we get introduced to huh? in the series that like right away you, we get introduced to this character that it's just so uncaring you almost yep. like hate her like you hate her but you also love to hate her 
which is yep, yep. which is which is a good thing because again like it's always good to have characters that that fit in that love hate relationship you have as, as a reader that yeah they are so bad they are so yeah. like like bad characters that you love to hate them so it's uh-huh. I, I, definitely- I, I do I do, yeah. I do enjoy that because it's like kind of almost like Le- Lex Luthor in a way where yes. like like Lex Luthor, the reason why he is such a great character is because you love to hate him and he is the best when when he you hate hate his character because of all the evil things he does. Kind of Makima kind of falls in that that of like she does so much bad things that you're like, yeah. I can't help but be invested in what you're, whatever you're doing. Absolutely. And I feel like I feel like with Makima that that is definitely where I fall on her. And that's why mm-hmm. she is actually honestly like my maybe my favorite character so far that we've been introduced outside mm-hmm. of one. Just mm-hmm. because there's so much layered things and I'm just like constantly wondering what she is actually involved in. What is her end game in all this? Because she obviously has some sort of end game in mind that she's not telling <laughs> anybody, even her superiors. Right, right, right. So, yep. Uh, so, again, I'm very interested to see what Makima's. Uh, story arc is and character arc overall in the series is and the other character that we kind of get introduced to um right after makima is aki uh hayakawa i know rock you mentioned that he is your uh one of your favorite characters yep. in this series what what makes him such uh, such a interesting character that you would call him your favorite aki is more like your traditional shonen manga protagonist he's closer to that and for my money he's like the only character on this entire manga that you was that you would be like that's a good person <laughs> he's that's the like, that, one <laughs> that's the guy that you maybe will grab a beer with afterwards right right <laughs> and i love he's just he has a personal moral code that he follows he's he is driven to destroy the gun devil which is the big bad for the series right and he's doing things he's he's he is he is more on the traditional hero's journey his family was killed by the gun devil and now he has taken up the the job of vengeance for his family and also uh saving the world from this big bad so he has more of that traditional hero's journey i like that he is the straight man of the series, essentially, but the fact that he is more of the traditional hero, it makes him where normally he is, he's not unique compared to all the other characters, but because he is unlike all the other characters in this title, he becomes unique, <laughs> which is an interesting way of flipping things on its head, right? Because uh, he is the more the white meat baby face, but that's what makes him unique on this title. It makes him stand out and be more interesting. I just really like how he is such, he is, he just, the man is, he's, he's like a samurai. He has his personal code and he will not deviate from it for anyone or anything. I find him to be quite admirable. He is an easy character to like and to root for, at least for me, I think. Yeah, I think um, you're totally right that he's more traditional in a sense, and he's really like the only character that you could call kind of likable if you yep. like, especially met him in person. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, just because again, he is kind of almost like the most nor- normal out of everybody, and that makes him yeah. stand out <laughs> yep. because he has yep. like he obviously ha- has his own um, sense of uh, moral decency as well. Like he is, he's often like the only character that isn't like super perverted or. 
Yep. Um, <laughs> or is he's driven kind of just by like normal things of like, hey, I want to do the right, I want to do the right thing, and and that's mm-hmm. kind of at the end of the day what makes him stand out because he is the only ab- not not abnormal one in this entire series. Everyone else has like their own extra like their own abnormal tendencies that. You're like, oh, okay. Why are you making this choice? All right, that's where you're going. All right, but like with Aki, he's more like straight, straight lace. He's a straight man, basically, of the series. Yes. I feel like. Um, yep. Again, which is, which is good because again, since he is the only one that really fits that bill of like a straight man, like it makes him stand out even more. Um, and I do like his power with the Fox Devil as well, like that he ha- does have kind of this very scary kind of like the Chainsaw Man and all the other devils. Like he has this Fox Devil that like with the Fox head coming out of. It's a genuine surprise and kind of keeping where he like uh, his vibe of being like a samurai almost right in, in this and like it's very cool to see um how he uses his own like f- fighting capabilities we don't get too much of his fighting here but like the brief, brief times that we do get like him fighting it always stands out and that's kind of what i like on top of like again like i said him being kind of a straight set up as a straight man at least in these first 22 chapters of like he is kind of almost you in a sense. And even though he's like the third or fourth protagonist of the series. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. And then I think the other character, which I would really say is my favorite is uh, power is, uh, <laughs> is uh, in, in this as well. So um, she is a blood fiend and another member of the public safety yep. um, devil hunter that is um, in Makima squad. And, um, and what did you think of power's character in, in these first 22 chapters? I like power. Uh, power is a lot of fun. Again, not likable, but very few of these characters are likable. But even though she's unlikable, yeah, still love to read about her because she's just she's just ridiculous. All all fiends are uh, unpredictable, as as we learn on this series. If if you meet a fiend, you better be careful. Fiends are. Want to kill humans? That's just how they're created. They have awesome power from whatever devil they get the power from. And they're built, fiends are built for one reason and one reason only, and that's to kill humans on behalf of devils. That's what they do. And so power is this unique uh, situation where, and uh, we'll get more into this as you move forward, but she is a fiend that has been able to have been quote unquote tamed to an extent uh, and and is being used as a weapon by the devil hunters against the devils and a fiend is a really powerful weapon that the devil hunters have in their arsenal in 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 addition to whatever power the devil hunter might have Uh, and power is very much like a she she's she's like a weapon of mass destruction, hard to handle, hard to control, not very surgical, but gets the job done. <laughs> right. And, and her her personality goes well with Denji because, I mean, let's be honest, they're pretty much the same kind of character. I mean, they are. Mm-hmm. They're, they're 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 both crazy. Uh, they they they're both uh, kind of dumb and immature. Yeah. And uh, look, look. Power, what does power do to, to get to get Denji to help her? You can touch my boobs. I mean, she's like she doesn't care. She she's she's crazier than than than, than a bed bug. So her teamed up with Denji is like insanity yeah. on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, but it's very entertaining. I like power. Power 
Um, shit, that character is great. I, I, I don't want to say any more about power because I'll accidentally slip and talk about her after chapter 22 other than to say <laughs> just she's a great she's a great character great yeah, character and, yeah and outside after her, her introduction and like obviously like with the whole um promising um Denji to t- touch her rooms and stuff like that I like after they get past that and like yep. they're becoming uh Denji and Aki's roommate that you yep. kind of see almost <laughs> she, she goes away from being like uh, love, love interest, quote unquote, love interest for right. Denji, and being more like brother sister because like their interactions Absolutely. are always like feels like a spe- brother sisterly. It is um, yep. like they have that back and forth because they are very yes. much like you said they are like she is basically kind of almost like the female version of Denji, except she's yes. not as perverted as Denji. Uh, she's more. She's more. <laughs> Nobody she, is. She. She is more. <laughs> she's more blood. Blood hungry. Like yes, I, she's I very bloodthirsty. Bloodthirsty. Yes. Sorry, bloodthirsty. Yeah, she's yep. very bloodthirsty. She wants in on the action. She. Yep. She see she sees a moment to actually jump in and and like kill a bunch of devils and stuff like that. And yep. she does not hesitate whatsoever. She's like the first, she's like the first one to jump into a fight. So right. And which again it, it makes her a fun character because like she is very much different from everybody too. Like yep. not different, but she is like she doesn't like humans as well, kind of almost nope. like Makima as well, like kind of mm-hmm. almost fitting into Makima as well, like where she doesn't like humans mm-hmm. uh, based on her background. She only likes her. Like cat, she prefers cats over everything else. Yes. Um. And again, it kind of just gives her a more uniqueness, just because again, um, we see her um dynamic with everybody else, and she also like kind of through Denji starts actually liking people, and which yes. ma- makes makes things interesting, and goes back into the brother sister dynamic that they have because, um, you do see this bond between the oh, two yeah. of them o- over everybody else. Like you see yes. other character interactions, and I feel, but I feel like. Power's relationship with Denji is the most explored here and the most developed. Um, oh, yeah, I think you you're 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 on the right path, Kevin. Yeah. You put your finger on it. They absolutely have a sibling relationship, no doubt about it. And the, I agree with you that for the first twenty two chapters, their relationship is the most explored. And honestly, for my money, Kevin, I think the Denji Power relationship might be the best one in the whole series well, well that, that, that that's good to know just because yeah again i do like that like i said i like that power and i even like her design too of like we're yep out of all the other characters kind of look more human-esque she does not yes. she looks she yep. looks very what you would think of like a devil character and she yep. has like the horns, and the horns. And all this stuff and all this <laughs> stuff like where she she does have more devil characteristics yep. and i like that her even her design makes her stand out as well mm-hmm. on top of everyone else mm-hmm. because again like i said everyone else has more just looks like a regular person outside of like yeah. when Benji transforms into Chainsaw Man, obviously, but he could go right. back to being a regular person, whereas Power doesn't. And and she likes it. She likes looking like a devil. Like you could tell, like she likes her look. She doesn't care that she right. stands out because of that. And I like that as well. But just because, again, just giving her a unique design just adds into how she is a very interesting character and she has like a lot more going on than maybe even she's like revealing too. And did you notice how everybody has normal eyes except for two characters? Yeah. Power, mm-hmm. right? She has the weird designed eyes. Yeah. And Nakima. Yeah. She has the weird designed eyes too. So interesting little thing to note about yeah. the artwork. Those are the only two characters that get weird, bizarre designed eyes. Yeah. Again, it's interesting. And just having like these core casts, like especially like the four, the four because Puchita outside of the first chapter, like we don't see much much no. of them afterwards, yeah. but yeah. um, and you get them more through like Denji. So like you have Denji, Makima, Aki, and and Power as like the core four yeah. main characters yeah. that we have 
have here. We obviously do get introduced to more characters later on, like especially sure. the, the third arc that we're going to be talking about um, in the last few chapters that we get introduced to a whole other cast that I does seem like they're going to be more main characters moving forward or at least interact with our, our main four um, moving forward. So, um, which will be interesting to see afterwards, but um, just for the purposes of this podcast, we're, we're, those are, these are the characters I figured that yes. we're the most focused on, more, most developed out in these chap- 22 chapters. So, um, so let's re- get kind of right into the story arc. So the first story arc is really the intro story arc where we get introduced to the world uh, of um, Chainsaw Man, which takes up like the first four chapters. Um, this is where we start off with cha- the first chapter where uh, Denji and Puchita have already met up. They've already made a kind of contract with each other so that basically they could both survive. So because um, they're, they're like, we're not going to survive without each other. So let's just make a contract. Let's li- live as devil hunters. And they actually, their, their first meeting is um, the first real devil that they fight is called Zombie Devil. Um, and Zombie Devil just tricks them into going a- into a warehouse and and is able to kill Denji. Um, and kill kill him, tears into pieces, and because Denji is basically all about to die, Puchita decides, you know what, I'm going to become your heart, and I'm going to replace uh, replace that for you, and um, merges into uh, Denji and gives Denji the ability to transform into into uh, the Chainsaw Man, um, and he is able to defeat uh, Zombie Devil for, yep. which is basically the first chapter of this. Yeah. Um, and then from there, we get introduced to uh, Makima, who uses um, Denji's sexual attraction to her um, to be, be part of the fourth division and just work under him as what she calls as a, his, her human pet. Um, mm-hmm. And she becomes a, becomes a devil hunter in the Tokyo branch for the, um, for the government. And then also this is where he meets up with Aki and kind of gets his first um, team up with Aki. And they, they don't really get along at first, but again, they, they end up having some sort of, Bond, yeah. bonding experience through through that and that's really makes up the first four chapters of this series what do you think of this like kind of introduction and setup of the world uh, it's great i think that fujimoto wastes no time clearly constructing the universe and the rules that apply to this universe you've got devils on one side and devils can either attack directly themselves or they can create fiends right which are humans that are imbued with devil power to attack humans. And on the other side, you've got the public safety division and they have devil hunters, which do the physical work. And then you have the civilian uh, hunters, which just do office work. So it's, it's clearly constructed for you. It's, it's well done. It is well designed. It is very interesting and immersive. And I like that we immediately know how the universe works and what makes Denji so special. We, because Fujimoto, again, he wastes no time giving us the necessary information. We know that devil hunters make contracts with devils. That's how they get a power, right? And the contract is a binding contract, which, which means the devil hunter has to give something to the devil and the devil hunter then in the devil then in turn gives some of its power to the devil hunter. Right. And it can be something physical. Like there's a character we'll get to later. She gives like her, her uh, eye, her right eye to the devil in return for the power. Aki will give years off his life to the devil for power. So you always have to, the devil hunter is always giving something to the devil. What's unique about we Denji is he's not, he's not, he doesn't have a contract where he's giving up a 
a small part of his body, and he's not a fiend where he's being possessed by a devil and given power. He's instead actually merged 100% with Pochita, which makes Denji neither human nor devil nor fiend. He's something other. And that's a big deal. That's really huge. And I like how Fujimoto doesn't waste time and clearly conveys to us what makes Denji special. And I like that. I, I know sometimes manga will make it a mystery, right? What's mm. the sort of like with Kaiju number eight? What's the no, we're not going to get that. He's going to tell you what it is and why it's important. I like that. So I think that the first four chapters really, it's good world building. It gives you a good sense of this universe. It gives you a good sense of Denji. It also gives you a good sense of what you can expect on this title. And what you can expect is awesome, bloody action and a lot of pervy characters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Again, I mean, yeah, they definitely. Fujimoto doesn't hide the ball. <laughs> no, he does not. He he goes all all in and slam dunks the ball. Really, <laughs> when it comes to that that like, Denji does not like hide his perviness whatsoever. No. Like like usually with the main characters, usually will hide their perviness right. or right. or do some sort of sexy ninjutsu like Naruto does or something. Right. But but here Denji is like, this is who I am. Yeah, you could accept it or just or accept it. <laughs> yeah exactly you can like it or love it your choice yeah, yeah so um it, it is, again like just going back to denji being like he is not a character whatsoever i would expect to be a main character of any sort of series yep. and um which again makes does make him unique at the end of the day it makes him stand yep. out from like what we normally would get from a shonen jump um especially uh protagonist and um and yeah and i i do like the, that like you get a lot of rules set up here of like with the devils and the contracts and how, how those work out. And then also like gives motivation for uh, Puchita to become like uh, merged with uh, Denji and ex- kind of explaining how De- Denji is able to transform into the chainsaw man and things like that. And how like he is, and I do like that. He is already instantly powerful. It's there's not going to be training yes. or anything like that. Right. He is actually also able to control the, um, the chainsaw man power. He is able to transform into it and things like yeah. that. So again, it, Going back into like how Denji is not your typical protagonist whatsoever from yeah. manga series, he is already he is extremely pervy. He is also extremely powerful and yep. and doesn't need to be go through some sort of training arc to get to the power yep. that he needs to be a devil hunter or has to be put through like a training program or anything like that from Makima. He is already a a, a major asset for Makima and uh, their defense force. So um, again, it's not your typical thing, and I'd like that they set it up that way so that Chainsaw Man. It's just gonna move at a quicker pace, like that. That it is does. the big thing here. Like where yeah. it, there's like already in these first four chapters, we see a lot of setup. We see a lot of things moving rapidly, and I like that. Like it kind of just sets the tone that all all chapters moving forward, they're not there. There's not gonna be a slow moment. There, even when there's like characters talking to each other, it's not gonna last very long. It's going to be move on to the very next thing, and I think that's the most important thing that these first four chapters set up is that it's always moving. It's not just, there's no very, there's very few instances where you're able to catch your breath. Oh yeah. And even when, when you do get to catch your breath with characters interacting with each other, it's not going to last very long where you, it's oh. going to move forward. So, and I, I like that with, and just like setting up Makima and, and Aki and what their relationship is with Denji as well. I, I think that, that, that is very important because again, that kind of sets up the core cast of this series that you always need. And it's always the, it's always a trio. It's always like where, whenever it comes to this type of thing. And I think, um, Makima and, and Aki are very good opposites to Denji and very good to like balance him out um, yep. or the different types of characters and just kind of setting up that 
there's a lot of people here in this world that are going to not be what you expect them to be. Right. So, yep, um, agree. And, and, and also just kind of just getting in star work already of like, right away, Fujimoto just sets up that this is going to be a spectacle in terms of the art art side of things. And it's just like that. The art really does, like you you've mentioned before, tell a lot of the story and just a lot of like, not just from the action side of things, but just this character designs, just world building. It is like really the artwork um, by Fujimoto that drives drives the story a lot. Agreed. It's interesting about the artwork. And I first started reading it. I'm like, okay, the art is, it's, it, when I first started, I was like, that's not really my style. I like more of a, you know, slick, <laughs> polished style of art, detailed. And when you first get into it, you're kind of like, this is a little, a little rough. And but when you get to the action scenes, <laughs> it's just wow. Fujimoto's artwork just blossoms. I think sometimes he and I'm fine with it. I'm totally fine with this. I think sometimes he dials it back for some of the dialogue heavy scenes he's just trying to get through it right and i think then he spends a lot a lot of time on his action scenes you can tell because his artwork really steps up another level or two in the action scenes because you can tell he really is taking his time for those scenes and i think for the dialogue heavy scenes he just kind of i think he powers through them a lot faster yeah not and I'm okay with that because you only have so much time when you're doing a, a, a weekly manga. So I'm fine with that. Yeah, and it, it is definitely obvious that, at least in these four chapters, um, that he does want to pour as much attention to detail yep. when it comes to the action and make yep. sure it looks as cool as possible. It like does. The presentation of Chainsaw Man needs to be oh. like just like jaw-dropping when you see yeah. him and like yes. anything anything that, he, that Denji does as Chainsaw Man needs to like just stun the reader and like it, yes. it, he definitely accomplishes that um i do agree with you when it comes to like the slower moments i think is where really like you're you could kind of tell like i just need to turn out these pages r- real quick because i need to get to the next big thing um, um again it's not not a big deal it doesn't get in no. the way of no, story no, no. but it, it is something that you do notice as you're reading yes. the, that there is like a, like you could tell what, what pages are rushed and which pages he's like i won't pour as much attention to detail as possible on here um and i also do do like that he does give a horror vibe to this entire series as well. Oh, yeah. Especially when like that was pop up, like he does not hide the fact that these are s- supposed to be scary. There's nothing beautiful about these. These are terrifying oh, oh. creatures. And yeah. I do like that he goes all in on that, that he's not trying to make this mm. into like a statue that you're gonna put up in, in on your shelf and be like, This is oh an awesome looking piece. This is nope. These characters are terrifying because they're they're devils and they're supposed yes. to be very terrifying, like you would see from a horror picture. Um, and I, I like that he goes all in on that. He's not trying oh, yeah. traditional superhero type thing that you see him most shown in Jump Back. Right. Agreed. Agreed. Which also kind of just goes back into like even Denji's character. He's not a very good looking guy either. So it's like no, it's, no, not at all. <laughs> so like these characters are not very good looking. They're nope. they're not your traditional um, characters that you would see in this type of series. But again, it's Mm-mm. it is part of this world, and it's kind of just nice to see like a different style being used for what you would normally get from a traditional shonen manga. Yep. Agreed. Um, is there anything else that like stood out to you in like this in, uh, first four chapters that we got for um, Chainsaw Man? No, I'm good. All right. Yeah. So let's move on then to the next story, arc, which was the Bat Devil arc, which takes up the first uh, chapters um, five through 12. And this is where we get introduced to power. Denji uh, 
is forced to team up with Power, who he instantly falls in love with because she's another attractive lady. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> Power and Power in- immediately shows her own bloodlust um, by quickly killing the sea cucumber devil that just like is terrorizing the streets, and she does not waste time by just like jumping down from a rooftop and just stomp- stomping him to a bloody pulp, and then. Um, power all after this power convinces Denji to help her get her cat Meowie back um, with a promise to touch, let, let uh, Denji touch her boobs if he's successful and, he, and that's all Denji needed that's all that's Denji it. needed to hear to yep. be like yep I'm going to do this let's go let's go save your cat and um, so by the time that uh, power and Denji get to where the bat that was who's holding Meowie um, power turns her back on Denji and just basically makes Denji into human sacrifice. So his bat devil promised if she, she uh, gave him a human sacrifice, he would, uh, they, they would hand over Miyawi. Um, so, but the bat devil go, goes against this and just, um, um, and says, nah, no, no deal. I just wanted, wanted you to b- bring me somebody to, so I could eat and also eh. proceeds to eat um, uh, Miyawi in the process. And uh, Denji transforms into Chainsaw Man and, and defeats the bat devil um after this um um is able to get into power, power's good side a little bit power does kind of start becoming a little bit more friendly to uh to denji even though as she mentioned previously that she is not she doesn't like humans very much she prefers right. cats and yep. so denji is actually the first human that she actually mm-hmm. puts up with like yep. As, yep. as she puts it um and and then after kind of another Another incident um, with the Leech Devil, um, Denji, Aki, and Power become roommates, and this is where, um, and so they're all living under the same roof, and this is where Denji kind of finally gets his reward and um, from, from Power of, like, touching her boobs, and that's kind of where we close that. <laughs> that's where we kind of we close out this, uh, this story arc overall. Again, it's just mostly based on the introduction of Power, like, really... Uh, and getting kind of into her backstory a little bit and also just kind of what building out the relationships that she's going to have with Denji. What did you think of these um, chapters uh, uh, for the Bat Devil arc? Uh, Chapters 5 through 12 is... I remember when I first read this, I loved the first four chapters. I knew this was going to be great, and I was totally hooked in this world. But chapters 5 through 12 is what really sold me on the series Mm -hmm. because we got to see these characters really interacting with each other. I loved that power totally fine with screwing over denji and mm-hmm. sending him off to his doom to get eaten by the bat devil like it just reaffirmed that that, that bitch is a fiend she doesn't care about this guy at all <laughs> you know and and when of course you know devils double cross everyone right so when the bat devil's like eh, psych and eats uh, the uh, meowy and we get uh, I think at that point, he then, after he eats Meowie, he eats power, right? And what is what is Denji's response? His, his response is to yell out, give me my boobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is where you're, you're, you're reading this manga and you're like, we're still early in. I mean, this happened in chapter seven. And you're just like, yeah, I just read a panel where the protagonist of this shonen manga yelled, give me back my boobs <laughs> when the female character got eaten. Like this manga is bonkers. 
Yeah, it's, it's insane. It, it is definitely it, not what definitely not what you would expect your uh, protagonist <laughs> to be yelling out as he's about to say, save his uh, quote unquote kind of love interest in this or right. the story. It's like that's right. that's not that's not what you would think. Like maybe yell out her name, like yes, or yes. something. But no, he's just like, I want give me back my boobs. I was like, yes. oh. all right, the, the, the then you, you you are you are who you are, and I guess we gotta accept you because that that's is right. definitely. <laughs> Definitely, like just going back to it is that he is dri- driven by his libido and nothing else. And and then the ensuing fight scene, Kevin. First of all, the Bat Devil looked phenomenal. And to your point, how you spoke in the first four chapters, how Fujimoto does a great job making these devils just truly terrific and horrifying and nightmarish. Right? The Bat Devil looks amazing. And the and this is where we talk about where when the action scenes kick in, Fujimoto's artwork goes up three or four notches and it does the fight scene between chainsaw man and the bat devil i think is phenomenal i think that artwork is amazing it it just goes to show where this is where fujimoto's focusing all of his energy when drawing this series it's just awesome and i also like that we got to see the uh we finally got to see aki use his power right of the Mm -hmm. fox devil where he chomps on the leech devil Mm -hmm. That was very cool, and it, it it shows that hey, yeah, Chainsaw Man is is a heavy hitter, no doubt about it. But yeah, Aki's got pretty badass power too. Yeah. That was very cool. I like that we finally got to see some of these Devil Hunters finally showing what they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So that was neat, and I also liked that we uh, we continue to see. Um, the relationship between Aki, Denji, and Power taking a next step because yeah. now they're all going to be roommates together. So this yeah. new dynamic has been, you know, Aki and Denji, you got, you got some friction there because Aki just thinks Denji's a moron and, and just a scumbag and useless, right? And then you had Power had now living with Denji when she just tried to feed Denji, screw him yeah. over and double cross him with the bat devil, yeah. right? So I, I like that you have like this, it's like three is company, the old yeah. uh, sitcom. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and I like that That after all the awkwardness and the setup and all that stuff, that he, like, Fujimoto is setting up a family dynamic between the yes, three as absolutely. well. Like that, absolutely. That they are, like, like even though Power obviously gives Denji his reward, right afterwards, like, they, they kind of just form a, a, a family where they're kind of all just, like, brothers and sisters, really, um, the, the three of them, and that, like... Right. And... And so I, I do like that just because, again, having that family dynamic is always cool to like just kind of ground the series, even though this is a fantastical series where you have all the right. demonic creatures and all that stuff. I think it is important where you set up, especially a core cast, that their interactions are going to be more normal, even though they have very abnormal uh, interactions. This is what's normal in this world. And that just kind of gi- giving giving the characters time to breathe and just like ha- having these normal interactions, for, at least normal in there when it comes to de- the three of them. Right. And I, th- and I like and you're right, because chapter 12, the end of this story arc, chapter 12 really is the pivot for power and Denji's relationship where they go from possible love interest to siblings. And I like how it's done as well. I like that. You know, we, we've, we've seen power drawn with big boobs. And when he goes to touch her. Breast pads fall out. Because she's been making her boobs look bigger this whole time, <laughs> which is—I don't know—I just found that to be funny. And, and, and it also does kind of further set up that even as 
perverted as Denji is, as much as he's driven by his libido, he doesn't do anything without getting permission first. Like, he, oh, saw, no, Denji's always, yeah, he's, yeah. he's still a good guy. Yeah, he, he's yeah, still that, a that, good that guy. Is, that, that is kind of one thing that we do see. With, like, I didn't, I, I, don't, I didn't mention before I didn't about wanna, him, like, yeah. that, that he doesn't do it with, like, as pervy as he is, he is not like Mineta and my, my, my Hero Academia. He's not, right. he's not going to be, like, spying yeah. on the girls or whatever. He's going to be like, Oh, you gave me this mission and you t- promised me this? Okay, I'm going to accomplish that so I could get that reward. But he's never like being like, let, let me do this, let me do this. He's like, right. He's getting a reward for it. And he, he, so he, that's what he's driven by. But he's not that he's pushing these, right. these women to do. The no, 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 no. They're like, offering. They're, they're offering. They're using and him. Like, and he's like, sure, why not? All right, you offered. Right. Why not? I, I'll, what do I have to do? All right, that, right. that's all I got to do. Got it. I'm- I'm glad you mentioned that too, because I, th- I I forgot to mention that. I think maybe you and I maybe have mischaracterized Denji's yeah. personality. He's not a bad guy. He's yeah, still a good yeah, guy, yeah, and it's yeah. just and he wants to do he wants the boobs and the sex and the kissing, but it, he's always like a good guy about it. He's like, you know, it's it's just it's what he wants. Yeah. The girl offers. He's like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's not yes, he's not the one, he's not uh, the one to to make the deal or or make the offer no. for the deal or like whatever his reward is. The they, ladies the, keep the, offering the, this to him. They, 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 he's like. Er? All right, that's all I gotta do. All right, I get to touch some boobs at the end. But at the end, if I accomplish what you tell me, sure, why not? Which kind of the right man at the right time. Uh, kinda, but, but I like yeah. that Fujimoto has when he finally does touch Power's boobs. There's nothing there. Yeah, and that's where we see the relationship flip. It's kind of like, nope, yeah. that's a sibling. He doesn't yeah. feel that way about Power, right? And I like that. That's where we see. Okay, there's no love interest here. He thought this would be something special and he doesn't feel anything, right? And he's really let down that, wow, this is really anticlimactic. I felt nothing. And he's kind of he's kind of shell-shocked about that. Like, you see him later at work and Makima comes up and is like, what's wrong? And he's like, I, I had this dream I've been chasing forever. And then I get it. And it wasn't life-changing at all yeah. because like touching your sister for him, right? Yeah. And so at this point, Makima then puts his hand on her boob and whoa the clouds <laughs> yeah hard we're, we're just kind of angels <laughs> sing and, oh, and we're just kind of getting in, passes out we're, we're just kind of getting into our other story but i did want to kind of mention too that i think fujimoto the other thing that really fujimoto does really well in this um story arc and he also did it with the zombie devil as well is creating um monster of the week style yes um, um yes antagonist uh, for our heroes to fight that do have kind of layered even though again so far it, it is very monster of the week style style action but i'm yeah like he at least makes the like the the bat devil in this case and then yep. the leech devil as well like be the antagonist that you want to see our heroes defeat and just take down because they they're instantly made into hateable characters that right. they, you just want them to get their comeuppance well, I think it's important at the yeah. end of, you're right, because we've got Monsters of the Week up until now, the, t- you know, the Tomato Devil, and you, then you had the Bat Devil, the Leech Devil, all that. At the end of Chapter 12, Kevin, I think this is a, Chapter 12 to me is a very pivotal yeah. chapter, because where you see, not only do you see the relationship between Denji and Power Change, uh, not only do you establish the family dynamic with Denji, Power, and Aki, you also see the relationship between Makima and Denji take it up another level. But more importantly, we finally get unveiled at the end of chapter 12, the big bad. Yeah. It's the gun devil. We get the name dropped. We don't know anything about it. Fujimoto is the master of the hook ending. I said this in my reviews that I wrote for the comic book revolution. More so than almost any other manga writer that I know of, 
Fujimoto is the master of the hook ending. Every chapter, Kevin, every chapter has a hook ending. And I mean every single one. Mm -hmm. And they're really well done. So you get to hear about the gun devil at the end of chapter 12. You know that's the big bad, but that's all you know. Yeah. And and that's nice. And that really does kind of get into our next story arc, which is the Eternity Devil arc, um, which is chapter 13 through 22. And this is kind of continuing the Makima uh, and Denji scene um, where like Makima like first seduces Denji into promising to take take down the gun devil um, using like Denji's hormones and like just love for her and says, yeah, I'll do it. And then kind of this is where Makima also um, reveals that the gun devil is actually responsible for 57,912 deaths that they committed within 26 seconds um, 13 years ago. And then the gun devil went on to do similar high body counts in quick succession across Japan um, that were, were, were like sudden, like 600 people killed in less than one yeah. second and things like yeah. that where like the gun devil has just been terrorizing Japan for the past 13 years committing all these terrorist attacks. And like I said, Makima uses um, uh, Denji's sexual attraction to her to be like, hey, I need you to go after Gun Devil. And if, if you are able to accomplish it, I'm going to give you what you ultimately want, which is me. So mm-hmm. um, so Denji's like, you know what? That's all you needed to tell me. I didn't yep. need to know anything. He didn't need to know anything else that like Gun nope. Devil was a terrorist or anything. He just nope. needed to know that Makima promised to uh, be with him. And he's like, all right, cool. And this Got is it, where- boss. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That's that's all I I'm, I need to know. Um, and then from here, uh, we get kind of a Denji teaming up with uh, the rest of uh, the fourth division to go to the Morin Motel, um, where um, they take go take on a new new devil, which is the Eternity Devil, to take him down. Um, that's taken over this motel, and um, one of Denji's teammates, uh, Himino, uh, promises Denji if he could take down the Eternity Devil, that he's gonna, she's going to give him a French kiss. Again, recurring themes here, Kevin. <laughs> further, just like women just offering offering Denji these rewards and Denji being like, all right, I'm going to okay. do whatever, whatever whatever, I need to do to get uh, that French kiss. Good yep. for me. And which, again, one of the other fourth division members, uh, Arya, does not appreciate Then He, no, he no. kind of gets into competition with Denji. And from here, we kind of get a little bit into the backstory for Aki, Himino, and Arya. Um, like we get like brief... Uh, scenes of their backstories we don't get too much but we get no. some insight into them um just kind of teasing out i'm guessing what we're going to find out more and right. as the series goes on i'm not not totally sure but from here denji ends up fighting the attorney though for a total of three days and um is eventually able to defeat the attorney devil through like a weakness that he wishes that like was more uh prolific and epic but it wasn't but he still takes down the turn devil because remember Himi knows a promise to him yep and then the fourth division after this they decide you know what let's all go out and celebrate party like there's no uh, tomorrow and they just go out for drinks and yeah. this is where Himino gives denji his reward oh. turns out to be a french kiss but not the type of french kiss that uh, denji or the reader thought he would get and just throw it <laughs> throws actually while giving him his french kiss he throws up in his mouth as well oh, God, denji did not expect because this was also oh. denji's important first kiss so he's oh. like so he goes to throw up into the toilet obviously oh no, you missed the worst part kevin could it get any when, when she throws up she goes to give him a french kiss and she throws up in his mouth that was horrific as it was yeah. because you remember Kent yeah. denji is a dog he's a feral animal right and what do 
dogs do? They, they have an automatic response to eat anything, right? Yeah. And so he, God, he swallows the barf. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. heaven, I was, I nearly passed out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was not what I don't think anybody <sighs> expected, except for probably Himino was the only one that expected <sighs> that result. So we, we were you not there. were you not legitimately shocked, Kevin? Because I oh, was yeah. I, I was oh, right now. I was oh, legitimately oh, blown oh, away oh, yeah. when that I was happened. like Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. I need to move on. That's why I was trying to move on from this scene very quickly. <laughs> but um, but from there, Himino decides to actually give Denji uh, actual proper reward and offers to have sex with him. And as they are about to have sex, uh Denji actually ends up turning uh Himino down because he remembers what Makima promised him, and he's like, yep. you know what? I gotta go with Makima as my first time. So, yep, yep, uh, yep. so um, he's saving himself. Wa- so saving himself for his ultimate love interest. Yep, Which, yep. speaking of Makima, the next morning while he uh, Denju wakes up in his in his place, Makima is on a train somewhere, and some henchmen for working for the Gun Devil show up and attack makima and it looks like they end up killing her but we don't know that's kind of where oh. we end up. that's the big cliffhanger for chapter 20. you didn't see that coming did you no, you didn't man, know sorry, makima was gonna get killed off that soon in the manga no, and did that, you? that is kind of where we leave off and i was just like i need to read the next chapters but you know what we <laughs> we got to review them first before i even i don't want to spoil myself for, for for this review of of chainsaw man so let's get this podcast over with so i can read the next chapter but uh but yeah so what what uh what did you think of this attorney devil story arc uh rock great story arc and this really the first 12 chapters have just been a lot of of just fleshing out the characters establishing relationships putting people the chess pieces in the right places to get the story going building out the universe all that kind of fun stuff right that's all been just laying the foundation for this manga it's really chapter 13 where we start what i consider the the, the real the real beginning of the manga going forward is really with chapter 13 and i thought it was fantastic i i, I thought that the introduction of the gun devil in chapter 13 was chilling maybe you shrugged it off but kevin this this just it sent shivers up my spine we don't see the gun devil which i think is a very smart move by fujimoto but you get a double page splash shot of where the gun devil went through japan and it's it's an amazing double page splash shot again this is where fujimoto really shines and it's the aftermath of where he's just created just this swath of destruction through the city and all you get is two pages it's two pages and again this shows you where the art carries the story not the the writing because you don't get many words you all you see is november 18 10 a.m the gun devil hits Japan for 26 seconds, death toll 57,912. And it just lets the art do the, the double page splash out, do the, 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 the story for you. It carries the story. Kevin, I found that just 26 seconds, that many dead people not seeing the gun devil. I don't know, Kevin, if that worked for you, but for me, I thought that was the best introduction for a big bad. It got over the the scare, the, the horrifying nature of, of the gun devil, it got over the power, the unstoppableness of it, mm-hmm. and the fact that I don't see it just makes it even more horrifying to yeah, me. And I, and I think it's a important 
um, example of why show don't tell is so such a, a valuable tool too for any creator yes. to use is that God, yes. you, you don't need to see all the deaths you don't need to see no. um or all these different actions or or like even a bunch of dialogue of people screaming or people or like the gun no. like making this in great monologue of like what it's doing you don't need any of that you just need the visual of like seeing tokyo in complete ruins and then just like the statement of 50 uh, or over fifty thousand dead in 26 yeah. seconds that's all like the exposition that you need and then you see the artwork and you're like I totally understand what happened. This gun devil is a terrifying villain. I don't even need to know know what it looks like or mm-hmm. um who he who he or she is. Yeah. Yeah. This this thing is unstoppable. Even yes. even how no matter how powerful Denji is as the chainsaw man, he's got his work cut out for him for against this gun devil. And then you see all the other other things that he's that, that the gun devil's done, and you're like, Yeah, I totally believe it. Cause like you, you just set it up all through just the visual storytelling of the artwork and again i think this is where um it really firmly establishes how fujimoto as good as the writing is it is really the artwork that is like the main motivator for uh chainsaw man and like that drives the story and drives a lot of the interest of it is because he does such a good job with the visual storytelling aspect of the series i i you're right show not tell is the mantra that's fujimoto's mantra and i wish other Writers could understand it. And I think it helps Fujimoto because he's a writer and the artist. Yeah, I think it's a little easier yeah. if you're a writer slash artist to mm-hmm. do this than someone who's just solely a writer. They tend mm-hmm. to overexplain. So I, yeah, I, I, I will admit to that. But still, but still, what's amazing is when we lead up to this, and I'm spending a lot of time on this because I think this is really important. On chapter 13, this is where we first understand that the art's going to carry the story. We first understand that it's going to be show, not tell. This is where we first really get it because when they talk about the, the gun devil appearing in Japan, Kevin, we get one, two, three pages of Denji and his younger brother playing outside in the snow. And those three pages have only one, two, three, four, five, six lines of dialogue. It's not much dialogue. And then you get one page no dialogue of just the ha- of De- of Denji of, of Aki's home being blown away, just being blown away by the gun devil. No dialogue, and then you get the two-page spread of the aftermath in Japan, right? And then you get a one-page splash out of just Aki lying, standing there, standing there in the snow, looking at his home, and all you just see is the United States, 124 seconds, 548,000 deaths; Canada, seven seconds, 8,000 deaths. But 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 just Country, number of seconds, number of deaths. That's it. It is so powerful. I don't know about you, Kim, but for me, this was like a punch right to my chest. I mean, I almost had a hard time breathing. It was so powerful. What a way to convey the gun devil without ever showing it to you and without ever using words to explain it. Yeah. It's, it was so, I thought, amazingly powerful yeah and i think the like you mentioning seeing aki and denji in there i think it's another way of like getting into character backstory without having to explain the character backstory it's just like you let the reader like kind of explain it for themselves of like you see Mm -hmm. the visual of it and you Mm -hmm. already tell like without any these characters saying anything that what's occurring in the scene and again i I think it, it is just um, like you said, it, it, Fujimoto being the artist and writer, he has ultimate trust in himself, obviously. Um, but I, I think it just kind of speaks to what, like you do have, this is such a visual medium as well. It's like as 
much if not more so visual than it is like um uh, the, the words that that are sp- spoken by characters that you do have to be like hey you know what this is a very important scene i can't ruin it by putting in a bunch of like wall of dialogue it needs to be the art that tells the story it needs to be the character's emotion it needs to be the the reader's familiarity with these characters that let me t- let, let me trust the reader enough that i'm going to just draw it and then they know mm-hmm. they understand what it's going to be because again it is also fujimoto trusting us as the reader yeah. that to understand what the severity is of this this moment of 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 these pages that are going to be coming up because because you, we could tell these characters what those characters are going to be going through after the gun devil goes through his attack and everything and just kind of building up the gun devil as this mythical character because we still don't see him like even at the end we don't see him and yep. just like so he there's this mythology built up to this the ultimate bad guy for the series at least at this point mm-hmm. that and we still haven't seen him and we don't need to right. see him because we could oh, just we don't. picture how evil this character is and that's yes. all we need to understand right right and it makes it seem more like a force of nature yeah doesn't it yeah more like yeah. a force of nature than a character which is cool which is very cool and the remaining the 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 fight with the attorney devil was very good and what's unique about this is again Fujimoto is showing us that things are not you're not going to get a normal shonen manga what do you normally see in shonen manga the protagonist and his hero friends all have what bravery 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 and they never give up right not so much here you on this team of devil hunters you've got uh jimeno you meet her for the first time she's pretty cool you can tell she's gonna be a very tough character in battle and that she'll be a good person to have in a fight but you also meet kobeni who is this girl who basically her two options in life kevin were to be a sex worker or become a devil hunter. Those are bad options, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she is a coward. She's a total coward. She folds like a cheap suit. She immediately gives up. She gets. She is completely scared. Is completely useless. At, in fact, even turns on on Denji, wanting to sacrifice Denji to the Attorney Devil just to try to get out of there alive. And you're sitting there going. Whoa, normally the protagonist is surrounded by what? In Shonamaga, very heroic characters who don't give up. Or, and here you are. Or, like, or at least like, like, like characters well, that are instantly likable, that have right. like characteristics that are like positive. Yes. These are very all like kind of negative yes. <laughs> and, and dislikable characteristics that you would be like, yeah, I hope I hope you die type characteristics. But yeah. like, but, uh, it's but a, these, are our prota- these are all our protagonists for the story. Right. So seeing Kobeni uh, like that, you're just like, whoa, okay, a devil hunter who's a total coward and useless. Like, wow, it's just, it, Fujimoto just takes your expectations and subverts them and it makes the story that much more interesting. Yeah. I, I, yeah you don't I think, know what to expect. Yeah. And I think also this kind of just like, even though he still hasn't developed that much, I think this just makes Aki like as being one of the only normal, yeah. like quote unquote normal yes. characters and like what traditional. Yep. Um, shonen jump um, uh, protagonists are like it makes him stand out even though we don't get much development for him but we're starting to get teases of his development as mm-hmm. well so mm-hmm. and I like that at least we're getting that in terms of like Aki's character because again like I said I think power and um, Denji are the most developed in terms of just like yep. getting time to shine in terms of the action and it, also mm-hmm. the dialogue but mm-hmm. I like that also like we're slowly seeing how Aki in his own way is standing out because of his being almost the most normal out of everybody. Absolutely agree. 
Absolutely agree. And, and the fight with the train devil also does give us a little more insight into Denji. Denji does learn one thing. He learns that if he drinks the blood of the devil he's fighting, mm-hmm. he can continue to regenerate himself. Yeah. He to get stronger and stronger. So that was a nice little little tidbit of information to get yeah. about about Denji's powers. I thought that was yeah. nice. Yeah. And how he's he may get more powerful in the future, kind of setting up yes. that stuff, because, again, we just going back to it. Denji's already very established as very strong by this, uh, like at the very beginning. So, yeah we don't really know if he needs to get stronger and like th- there's an avenue now where we're like, Oh, this is maybe how he's going to get stronger. It's like, as he's defeating the other devils that um, to get to the point where like, maybe he takes on gun devil. Cause we already right. established that gun devil is incredible, powerful. And then you yeah. can't take him on at all. Right. Um, right. There's an avenue for Den- Denji to get stronger as he works his way up to fight- fighting the ultimate big bad that's been set up so far. And I like that we learned that they're collecting pieces of the gun devil in these various devils that they defeat, too. Yeah. And that's going to help them in their quest to get to the gun devil to take them down. And, and, get a and, lot of good information in, in this story arc. And it also shows that gun devil has a very, very long reach as well, because right. it's, not, it's not just him and his henchmen that attack right. him at the end. It's like he controls a lot of devils. He yeah. has a lot of other things. So there's like going to be a lot of other boss battles that they need to get to to get to that's the right. main final boss. That's yeah, man. up so far. Absolutely. And then, of course, you know, chapters 20, uh, 21 and 22. I like I like any I like any story that focuses on the characters during downtime. I always yeah. think that's fun because you get some really good character moments, usually in those kind of stories. And again, chapters 21 and 22, it, it, boy, it drives home the point very clearly to the reader, Kevin, that there, there is nothing off limits for Fujimoto. The <laughs> level yeah. of raunch and grossness, uh, you better be prepared because uh. you're going to get it on this manga. And, and I yeah. think chapter 21 with the barf and the eating and the uh that that was just telling the reader that uh yeah you can you can expect this kind of stuff going forward not not <laughs> a lot of it now he he, he fujimoto is judicious about how he uses it but he's not afraid of throwing you a curveball that you would never see coming mm-hmm. again you take a classic moment right Oh, the first French. This is such a classic teen movie, teen story moment, isn't it? The first kiss. Yeah. And just totally putting it, turning it on its head. Into yeah. the and, and, just, oh, so gross. Yeah. So horrific. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? You definitely feel, you definitely feel for Denji and like when he's in the toilet and be like, my first kiss tasted like barf. I cannot yes! believe it. You're like, God! yeah, I cannot believe it for you too either, buddy. As much as like I'm, 50 yes. 50 on whether i hate you or like you I, I i even feel no. bad for you at that moment because that is not what yes. anybody should, should get as their first kiss and just like God. it also like in a weird way it makes also him you know like like into an interesting character too because you're like she's another character that's oh. using denji kind of like yes. power and uh makima but she's obviously doing things for differently differently and also Correct. is like motivated by different things and yep while while that wasn't a visual I ever thought I would get in a manga. Oh. I, it, it is like at least oh. there's there's a lot of just going into the characters themselves. There's still right. a lot of characters that I want to know yep. more more yep. about because again, yep. um, Fujimoto does kind of start digging into the backstories for yeah. everybody other than Denji, and I like that. And I do want to well, all other characters. I think the biggest thing I could get uh, credit I could give uh, Fujimoto is that at least he's created a cast in these first twenty two chapters that 
I want to know more about, I want to know more about the backstory. Are they all connected to the gun devils incidents? Are they, do they have their own motivations for uh, being part of the part of Makima squad and what, what, what their ultimate goals are as well. So, mm-hmm. um, because again, we also know like with Makima, um, she, she is motivated by her own end, end game, but we don't know what everybody's end game is like. And right. she, she is kind of like the biggest mystery for me. And like, and um, definitely is the one that like, as much, even though she doesn't appear that often, like with, with that, that ending that we get in chapter 22, I'm just like, Oh crap. How does this change everything? Cause Makima has been built up to be this yeah. main character, but yes, do they really are, is Fujimoto really going to kill off one mm-hmm. of the ma- main characters, the, like the character that, that has been Denji's ultimate goal and all this. And it's like, again, just going back to what you've previously have said that Fujimoto does understand how to deliver great hook endings. Yes. And, and definitely I am hooked and want to mm-hmm. know more. I want to like finish this review and get to the chapter 23 and find out what is exactly is happening. Because again, it, he definitely did hook me after these 22 chapters. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it is so much going on these first 22 chapters. There's so much to enjoy. I, I, I like how we end chapter 22 as well because we firmly have Makama as Denji's goal. And then you have Himeno wants to get together with Aki. So you have that relationship going. And then you have Himeno and Denji deciding to be friends. And for Denji, a character that, you know, in the beginning of the manga, he only had one friend, Vegeta. That's it. Guy had no friends. So it's nice to see him slowly getting collecting more friends which yeah. is nice and i like the fact that that fujimoto had denji turn down him and no i think that was important to show the reader hey look this guy's not completely controlled by his libido yeah <laughs> just partially just partially just partially, just partially. So it's gonna it's gonna be again after these 22 chapters i'm very invested in in yep. what's going on and i do want to read more um and just find out more about all these characters and kind of figure out what the whole end, end game of, of Chainsaw Man, at least in this first part of Chainsaw Man, is. Yep. So, um, Rock, is there anything else that we might have missed before we end this podcast or anything? Nah, we're good. I, other than I encourage everybody, everybody to read Chainsaw Man. Yeah. You, you just be prepared for some moments that you, you won't expect that might skeeve you out a little bit. Yeah, this is definitely a more a mature side of things for oh, yes. the job. So it's definitely... Yeah, uh, yeah. If you're a mature reader, yeah, go for it. Yeah. If you're under, like I think Rock said at the beginning, if you're under like 12 or 13, maybe yeah. kinda, wait wait until you're a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Totally agree. But, uh, but yeah, it, it is a, definitely a, a, fun, a fun read and um, I, I'm interested to read more. So again, thank you very much, Rock, for introducing me to this manga and I'm very excited to read more of it. Um, again, and hopefully like everyone else enjoy, enjoyed the Chainsaw Man and everything. So we'll be back for our next next week's episode will be just reviewing all the latest chapters for that have come out for the, the month of September. So you guys can keep an eye out for that. And we just recently recorded an episode where we talked about a bunch of news stories and also our reviews on for the Batman webtoon. So you could go check that episode out on, on our podcast feed for the manga revolution. So, but outside of that, everyone enjoy the rest of your day and on rock. I hope you have a great one.